This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you've not experienced the content yourself, please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to the boys ramble on about it. Thank you very much. Hello and welcome to Another Happy Pod. My name is Nathan. As always, I'm joined by Lawrence, who is a well. Uh, hello, Lawrence. Welcome to the show. Hello, Nathan. I see I'm dusting off the censored sound effect again. It's been a while. Uh, Lawrence, tell the people who don't know that you're a what this show is about. This show, Nathan, for those that don't know that I'm a uh, is when we get together and we talk about the things that we like in movies, pop culture, so TV, games, bloody da. Okay, so what you're saying is, or what you're trying to say, but doing a terrible job of it, is basically you're trying to say that we discuss pop culture and try to keep things a little bit lighthearted and positive. And breezy. Don't forget breezy. Uh, yeah, well, that's already gone out the window. <laughs> What's going on? What are we what's doing? what's going on is that you're currently fiddling with your pen. I meant, I meant, you know, more in the realm of, do you have a question? Or is I do, but I thought we we to... like to normally have a little build up before that, don't we? Yeah, but let's just get into it. <laughs> let's just get it done. Another happy question. Yeah. All right, I warn, I did warn you before we recorded. This this question is bottom of the barrel stuff. This is I used up my good one last week. So the question I have for you: this this movie had the tremendous task of recasting the iconic dads of the Mamma Mia franchise, um, who are Colin Firth, Stellan Skarsgård, and Pierce Brosnan. If you could choose three different iconic male actors to play the three dads. Who would you choose? You weren't lying when you said it's bodied zone so yeah. bottom of the you, you could have even gone like who would you want as a celebrity to play your dad or oh, like, anything no. else. <laughs> but, I mean, Do you know it was painful just, watching you put less than five seconds of thought into it and come up with something immediately better. Yeah. 
Um, but no, let's go with that. Right. Um, I'll have a I'll have a good hard think about that one. <laughs> In fairness, then, uh, it, I I can think of one, but I I haven't got an answer for the other two. I'll be honest with you. We was gonna record this podcast early, so I watched this movie like a week ago, and I've forgotten <laughs> most of it. Um, <laughs> so take it away, Lawrence. Is <laughs> that what's going on? I mean, I got notes. I don't know what half of them mean. So. Okay. I will tell. I tell you what. Let's let's work through them. Give us your first note. All right. First note. Donna's dead. With four <laughs> question marks. Oh, I, by the way, we're doing Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Yeah, it's that one. It's the second one. Here we it's go the again. Sequel. Also, an, uh, an original sequel. Um, because obviously the the first movie is based on a musical, which does not have a sequel. So they decided let's just make one up. And boy, does it show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because, because I also, a spoiler alert for one of my notes as well, uh, wow, they really did use all the good ABBA songs in the first movie, didn't they? They really um, did. It, it's yeah. it's very telling. No, I, do you know how hard I had to keep my mouth shut last week, just knowing the twists and turns of, of Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again? It was a roller coaster of twists and turns. It was indeed. No, so they... I, I, I often think, let's, all right, so that's, yeah, Donna's dead. I don't know why. Okay, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, for the majority of the movie, I was just assuming, I was like, oh, well, just Meryl Streep didn't come back. She just didn't want to do it, yeah. which is fair enough. Meryl Streep has literally never done a sequel before, so that makes sense. She just didn't come back, so they just wrote in that she died. No, not the case. <laughs> no. <laughs> just, <laughs> not the case, because she is in the movie. Um, for the last ten minutes, if that. It just strikes me as the weirdest choice because she was she's the get of the first one. Yeah. She's she's the selling point. The sell yeah, you've got the dads, but it's centered around Meryl Streep. She's the big she's the big one in that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then in the second one they're like, She's dead. She's just dead now. I you know, it's it's weird because the budget for this movie is noticeably bigger than the first. Yeah. It's like it's like watching High School Musical three compared to High School Musical two, <laughs> when they use literally like a fucking picture as a set. Yeah. And now they've got now there's actual money and they can actually build a school. And all now now shit. now the high school is rotating. Exactly. There's there's obviously noticeably money. Uh, in the production now. Not that there wasn't money in the first one, just there's a lot more money yeah. in this one, which which is very obvious. But for a lot of it it felt cheaper. And it it felt like a cheap sequel where they couldn't get the cast back from the first one. But then they did. Because <laughs> from when the movie started, I was like, okay, no Meryl Streep, she's not coming back, that's fair enough. And then um Amanda Seafried was like Oh, only one of my dads can come here because I got three dads. Remember, only one of yeah. my three dads can come to this reunion. So I was like, "Oh, you only got Piers, Colin Firth, and Stan didn't want to be in the movie." Oh, okay, that's kind of dumb. That's kind of it that does sucks. set it up like that, actually, was, doesn't it? I was like that for a lot of the movie, and then the and then the movie's like, "No, they're here. They're, they're, they are in the movie. We they're, just made you think that they're not." Their story arc in this one is traveling to Greece. That's yeah, that's I mean essentially. <laughs> yeah. And then they show up and they sing Dancing Queen or whatever, and that was great. I know, but, I know what you mean about it feeling cheaper though, because it does have a like a noticeably cheaper vibe to it. Like the the graduation is in like one hall. It's yeah. like it's little things like they're they're in Paris except they're just not in Paris. So because Don is dead for some inexplicable fucking reason, um they have young Donna. 
as played by Lily James, and they do the flashback, the origin of Amanda Seyfried, basically. <laughs> the origin story of it, yeah. Yeah, they do they do Donna's origin. Here's three men that I shagged in a short space of time. Um it very much seems like um what am I trying to say here? I feel like the it's interesting because the first movie doesn't tell you who her dad is and it's it annoyingly goes out of his way not to tell you, which I'm still mad about. Yeah. But then I feel like this one is like oh no, it's Pierce Brosnan. It does feel very much like it is, because also it, it's also implied that they were there well, they were there for like three weeks, so I'd assume they had yeah. sex more than once. Exactly, yeah. And then like it's definitely not Colin Firth, don't worry about him. She yeah. had sex with him once and it was terrible. Um <laughs> and then she never saw him again. So yeah. don't worry about him. Um but then yeah, she was shagging James Bond for a few weeks. Yeah. And then the moment he left, she hooked up with uh, Stan Skarsgård once and then was immediately morning sick. So it, it very much seems like it's... And and the movie kind of wrote like I, I don't know if this is telling towards who the real father is or whether they ever had like had it in mind, but they wrote Stellan Skarsgård's or they they wrote Harry off. No, they wrote Bill off to be with who's I don't know the name. Right, we'll do actors' names again. Yes, <laughs> they they kind of wrote Stellan Skarsgård's character into the box of, you know, he's with the the other woman. He's with Julie Walters, um, yeah. and they and and they 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 gayed Colin Firth, um, yeah. out of nowhere. But they didn't. But then, but then, but then didn't, but then did, yeah. So it kind of feels like the movie is 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 picking a side, but also being like, Ooh, we're not going to tell you because the musical never yeah. told you, yeah. So I feel like I feel like they kind of did tell us, which is which is good because I wanted an answer, and it kind of makes sense for it to be Pierce Brosnan, really. But then just say it, do you know what I mean? <laughs> just... Yeah, just say it. Don't be a coward, you know. <laughs> just, just fucking say it. Um, I'd say that though. I do like uh, Pierce Brosnan's dad energy in this movie. Yeah, he's, he has very gentle dad energy. Yeah, um, which I like. I, he's, he's quite good actually, for the most part. You really believe that you, you know, he does miss Donna, and I like that he lives on the island still, and he's, you know, he's yeah still a part of Amanda Seyfried's life and everything like that. I like that. That's quite. Yeah, imagine we just. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll be. Look, I'll be honest. I came back. Yeah. From, I came back to do Donna a few more times, and now I'm off. Yeah. yeah. Um, off. What do you? I tell you what. You like Pierce Brosnan? What do you think of what the younger cast? What do you make of him? Um. All right. Lily James is great. Yeah. Not Lily James can do no wrong. Um, Apart from the Drake. potato party peel, we don't talk about the peeled potato pies. Sorry, um, I've never even seen it. <laughs> it's not. It's not bad to be honest. <laughs> never seen it. Never will. Don't care. It's just a weird name for a movie. <laughs> um, I was going to say, yeah, Lily James is great. Um, she's she's great as as young Meryl. You know, great singer voice. Nothing wrong to say about her. Um, I feel like some of the the. The dads are good. Everyone's fine. No one does a no yeah. one does an offensive job. I think that the performances are all fine. It shines that they're, they're cast quite well. Yeah, the, they the, are act, cast the actors quite well. don't have to do much, but they're just cast yeah. well. It's they're doing very good impressions of the older yeah. cast, and sometimes it is a bit of an impression, but that's all right. You have a little bit of fun with it. Well, the the, the young Pierce Brosnan is very much doing an impression of Pierce Brosnan. It, Yes, but his accent does change between British and American quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That uh, I like. The, is is the guy that voices Harry? Uh, the guy that voices Harry. The guy that the guy that plays young Colin Firth. Yeah, is he British? 
Um, I don't know, but what did I, I did say something about him? Um, because there was something in my mind that I just could not get out of my head. Young Harry reminds me so much of Matt Smith. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> fuck. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my god, I do. Oh, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like he doesn't he doesn't flip his accent at all. It's very British, but it sounds almost like what an American person doing a British accent would sound like. Yeah. But I don't know. I I can't I can't be certain. Um Amanda Seafried is fine. I'll tell you who's not fine. <laughs> I was hoping you'd get there. <laughs> why are you sharing this movie? And why is she playing Donna's mum, who I'm pretty sure, by the way, in the first movie was, said yeah. she was dead. Yeah, she, so, so she never. There's a loophole there because they never said she was dead, but Donna made it. They've no. said something like she's look, her mother's looking down on her now or something. Yeah, there's always someone up there that's got it in for her. Probably my mother or something is the line. There you go. That come on. <laughs> she's look. <laughs> she she was dead until they got Cher in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Cher is in the movie. Cher shows up to do nothing. Apart from Sing Fernando, and Fernando is the hotel manager who's been there all along, apparently. Uh, yeah. Um, so a few a few problems. Firstly, I I disagree that Cher shows up to do nothing. I think Cher, I think Cher turns up to hijack the third act and dedicate way too much screen time to her being like, "I'm a grandma." Mm. Yeah. And it's like and maybe and maybe Fernando is Donna's dad. Yeah. Maybe. <sighs> I just and also. Donna's name was Sheridan, or Cher's name was something Sheridan. Yeah. The guy has come to this island where presumably he had at least one conversation <laughs> with with Cher about her daughter who moved to this island. Yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, so Sophie Sheridan, I'm going to manage this island. And then just never thought about it ever again. Yeah, that's, that's pretty strange. <laughs> I I initially thought... When do you know when they're doing the flashback, um, and young Donna and Stellan Skarsgård are on the boat, um, and then they mm. stop that wedding with the guy, and they stop that wedding. Oh yeah. I initially thought that was the young hotel manager, and that's why he's stuck around, and he's just a part of her it's life. Fu- it's a fucking small world, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I I thought that I thought that was the same guy. Yeah. It's not because then he shows up later in the movie with a bunch of boats and he's like, "Hey, you're my friend or whatever." <laughs> um. So I thought when that first happened, I was like, "Oh, that's cute. That's pretty cute. I like that." But then it just turns out I was wrong. Yeah. Um. So. And he's so a very me, I guess. And the, the worst thing is, I liked him. I liked his addition until they just made him shares man that she's come yeah. back for. I actually they... like the character. They just made him Fernando for no reason. Yeah, it's it's big. They they wrote him in because Abba had a song called Fernando <laughs> that they, they hadn't uh, used yet. That they, they hadn't used yet. I tell you what, uh, bloody hell, Lily James goes to to Paris at one point. Abba have a song called Waterloo. The French did a big battle in Waterloo, so maybe we can make that work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's if, let's say. Let's say they go to a revolutionary-themed restaurant, because those are a thing. Um, have a nice dinner, and then sing about Napoleon. Because... I, I, when I was in the cinema watching this for the first time, I, I saw the, what the waiters were wearing, and I went, yeah, we fucking go. <laughs> Here we go. Get ready, boy. I, um, so, so, fun fact, Cher uh, is only in this because she was also releasing um, a, um, an album of ABBA covers at the time. Oh great! Okay. Um, and 
and Mamma Mia got wind of it. Um, yeah. And she's actually a big reason why the sequel even got made. Okay. So this entire... <laughs> boil it down to this entire movie as a promotional tool for a share album that no one asked for. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. And do you know the worst that's thing fair. about it? Cher, famously very talented singer, the worst yeah. covers of the movie. Yeah. It's yeah, just not an enjoyable fair. rendition. <laughs> it's, it's not. Her, her voice doesn't sue ABBA, I don't no. think, really. ABBA's all very upbeat and happy and she's got quite a, like a deep register yeah does um for shares music that's great but for albert doesn't uh really work this movie makes no fucking sense um <laughs> and on, what, on what level on what level it it does make sense all right but the world as a whole no actually i retract that this movie makes no fucking sense um so <laughs> This movie opens, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, okay? (laughs) But this... Well, it doesn't open. But when the flashbacks start, when we go back and we see young Donna, Mm -hmm. it very specifically says 1979. And then she goes to Paris, and then she goes to Greece, and this all happens over a summer, okay? Over one summer. Yeah. She's not there years... She's there over the one summer, she meets the three blokes, she gets pregnant. Yeah. Meaning, Amanda Seyfried would have been born at the latest in 1980. Okay? Right, yeah. And they say in the first movie she's 20 years old. Ah, she should be 20. Meaning, meaning the first movie takes place in 2000. In this movie... They say it's been five years since the first movie. First of all, that's fucking generous. Okay, but all right. <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's very generous. <laughs> it's very generous, Amanda C. Oh, wait, no, saying. Oh, no, has it been a year since Donna died, or has it been five years since Donna died? No, because because Amanda Seyfried says to her, says to Cher, says to her nana, you've had 25 years to make a difference, as in, like, be oh. a part of her life. Oh, that was <laughs> that was a brave yeah. choice. <laughs> when when she said that, I was like, "Wow, okay, you've been very generous to yourself there." But yeah, right. um, no disrespect. I say no disrespect. This is a very disrespectful thing I said, but she doesn't look twenty five. No, um, but 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 also like I think I think of any of them, she's the most believable. She, yeah, she doesn't look twenty five, but she looks a lot closer to twenty five than Dominic Cooper fucking does. Yeah, <laughs> he could be older. He can be older, I guess. But True. still. This movie is telling me it's set in 2005. This movie is not set in 2005. <laughs> there's, there's no fucking way. Yeah. There's no... F- first of all, Harry's using a fucking Windows Surface Pro in Tokyo. Yeah. Right? Sky's, have them Sky's got an iPhone. Sky's got an iPhone. It's not set in 2005. Yeah. So, what's going on? <laughs> the timeline is fucked. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I I didn't even think about that. Somehow there's more inconsistencies in this the more you think about it. Um, so obviously we know the first movie was a bit of fun. They had the flashbacks to the three dads of the era. Um, yes. Who were obviously just... They weren't obviously going to get Pierce Brosnan to convincingly play a 20-year-old. It's not happening. But yeah, there's other things as well. So for example, Sophie tells the story of the, of the encounters in the opening of Mamma Mia. Uh... The retelling in Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, is completely the wrong order. They're also nothing like the counterparts would suggest. Yeah. I.e., they basically, they gave young Colin Firth a leather jacket and went, that's enough rocking for you, I think. 
There's quite a lot in this. There is quite a lot of inconsistencies. The timeline is a big issue for me, and I don't like it because it's such an easy fix. It's 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 very easy just to say a different year or not say any year. Yeah, better yet, yeah. don't say any year. The the worst thing you could have done is say 1979. If you the the easy cheat to this is just don't just <laughs> don't say what year it is, and instead of saying a year in your flashback, just say 20 years later or earlier. Yeah. Before we go any further, I really want to talk about Dominic Cooper in this movie. Oh yeah, he is in it. Yeah, so yeah, he's in it. I laughed in the cinema when I when I watched this scene. The song "One of Us." Now, this is the one where Sophie first calls Sky, and he's just been offered a job. He's in New York, um, and yeah. he's in his hotel room. I don't know yeah. if you remember it too well. He's got a picture of New York on his hotel wall. Yeah, he does. Or on his his wall, he does. But no amount of scene transitions. And there are so many in this number. There's upwards of like 11 scene transitions just to cut from one of them, one of those verse to another one. No, no amount of them can save me from the fact that Dominic Cooper looks like he's being fucking held at gunpoint to record that song. It Look, I respect it if you're just going to come on set for a bag, but at least try. <laughs> try a little bit. Yeah, again, though, he didn't really try on the first one, so yeah. it was in keeping with his uh, character. Sorry, I'm just on IMDb, and I can just see here, quotes, Tanya, be still my beating vagina. <laughs> so good. She's got some good was... ones. She, she consistently remains to be one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, young Tanya was very good. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so that's all very good. Uh, well, it's not, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Um, did she send out the invites for her big reunion the day before it happened? It seems so. It does, doesn't it? And bearing in mind Which... you're off the fucking, a tiny <laughs> island off of Greece. Most of these invites are going, you would assume, to America. Um, sure, why not send them the day before? Let people book a flight and just come on down in other words they'd have to get them and rewind time to get there <laughs> exactly it's just as well that it got cancelled and it was unsalvageable until it was completely salvageable yeah exactly it was <laughs> look there's no ferries the, they can't cross the sea because it's too dangerous so instead they'll just cross the sea <laughs> in fairness they're not on ferries they make friends with a man they all met 20 years ago or something yeah, they still cross the sea it's just a bunch of fishermen. <laughs> just rock up to the party. If I was Sophie, I'd be like, this is fine, but also... Yeah. <laughs> I did I did like that they all rock up singing uh, Dancing Queen, but they was also all singing it together. Like, there was probably about a good, I don't know, a good two miles of distance between the people on the boats and the people up on the island watching them. But they were still singing Dancing Queen yeah. back and forth to oh, each other. Yeah, of so course. <laughs> that was that was quite impressive. It reminded me, you know that scene in Shazam where they're having like the big villain monologue in the sky and then it just cuts back to Shazam and he's like, What? I- oh yeah, and he's like, I can't <laughs> fucking hear you at all. Yeah. 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 It just reminded me of that. <laughs> no, no, it's accurate. I almost like it's almost one of them scenes you want to see the realistic edit of just a bunch of shuffling sound effects and <laughs> and people singing, but it's too far away to make out. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stellan Skarsgård has a fat twin brother for some. I, for I, basic, I think yes. maybe winner of the world's worst worst cutaway gag. I, I have a note here that says, "Oh, not the fat suit." 
what was the point in that? Yeah. Because it's just a nothing scene. It's, it's it, just, it's yeah. so pointless. Why does he have a twin brother and why is he fat? It's it's just so great, okay, I guess. Yeah, and also no one would notice that Bill, who is not that fat, <laughs> has suddenly got much larger for one speech. Yeah. Only to slim down maybe in his next public appearance. Yeah. It it was there was absolutely no point in it. Yeah. Really. It was just the ha oh, ha look, Bill's let himself go. Nah, not really. Not really. He's, all right. He's still Stellan Skarsgård, a man in his sixties. <laughs> yeah, <Well>. cool. <laughs> I was worried then. I was worried a man had gotten fat for a second. <laughs> yeah, a man, Jesus a man, God. a man who is aging. My goodness, <laughs> why is he not in peak physical condition? Um, <laughs> great, great stuff. Great stuff. Anyway. Um, on on slightly uh, slightly out of taste things. Uh, Toshiko from Torchwood shows up to do a very, very stereotypical Chinese accent. Does she? Who is she? She's she's the contract negotiator for uh, for Colin Firth's scene in the boardroom. Oh, is she? Oh, is that yeah. her? Yeah. Oh. She shows up doing a very... I, I don't quite know it, what accent they're going for, but it's not well, hers. Latin Japanese. Yeah, it's not hers, and it doesn't sound too tasteful, in my opinion. Oh. Well... There we go then. There you go. Well, lovely stuff. Uh, what else happens in this? Madam Hooch is in it as Donna's teacher. Is she? Yeah, Madam Hooch is the Scottish teacher that goes, "What am I dear? It's not Madam Hooch. Is I it? promise you, it's Madam Hooch. Yeah, you're looking it up. <laughs> We're having another one of those moments where I go, "Oh God, I really hope it's Madam Hooch." <laughs> Madam Hooch is what all the boys call me when I've got a few ciders in the park. <laughs> She's not Madam Hooch, mate. You fucked up. You did. You no, fucked up. not after all this time spent calling her Madam <laughs> Hooch. Is it not Madam Hooch? It's not Madam Hooch. I fucking knew it wasn't. Fuck, who is it? You fucking stupid cunt. Is she in it's, anything? It's, she's in everything. She's in Nanny McPhee. It's uh, Celia Imry, who's... But Madam Hooch is fucking. Oh, I just no, I just googled Madam Hooch. It doesn't even look like Madam Hooch. Exactly. I fucking knew it didn't. Oh, I really fucked it up. I've been called out. Do you know for two years I've been saying that's Madam Hooch? Looks nothing like her. <laughs> it doesn't as well. look. Oh, it looks God. absolutely nothing like her. Zoe Wanamaker I've... is Madam Hooch. I've never felt embarrassment quite like this before. Yeah, she's in my family. Yeah, I fucking knew it. Not fucking. Damn. One absolute fool you are! Oh no! Don't ever test me. She's she's Lady Cassandra from Doctor Who. That's it. That's who I'm thinking of. Madam Cassandra, Ma- Madam Hooch is Lady Cassandra. You dickhead. Ah. Uh... Fuck. You fucked up. You fucked up, mate. No. Fuck. Okay. Shit. Terrible. All right. Well, yeah. thank thank you for calling me. At least we know this podcast has some integrity left, and I'm not just Maybe sprouting facts. I have taken the L, Nathan. Good. Would you like me to do the Fortnite dance? No, no, you don't have to. There's a shot in this movie. Let's just move on from that. There's a <laughs> shot in this movie where Lily James pokes a horse in the eye at a pivotal emotional beat. Um, couldn't have just done another take of that. Uh, it's right after she gets broken up with by Pierce Brosnan, or not broken up with, she finds out he's cheating on her or something. Um, And she goes to stroke the horse, but she just outright pokes it straight in the eye and the horse obviously gets pissed off. 
good little uh, good little moment in this. What do you think of the numbers in this? I remember, like I said, I remember specifically thinking all the best songs are in the first movie, which yeah. is evident given the fact they do fucking half of them again. Um, yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, I don't know. You have to work with what you have, I guess. Um, Waterloo, fine. You know, it's it's a fun song. Makes no sense in the movie. No, um, it's very. It's like last week we said. Does your mama know is the most forced in one? That's probably the most forced in of. Um, I think Fernando's the most forced in in this. Ah, uh, yeah. To be fair, for, I mean they're all pretty forced. But in in, in terms of sculpting the plot around a song, yeah, Waterloo yeah. is is up there. It, it was it was very much Glee vibes once again. Um, <laughs> yeah, choreography is good in that though. They're fighting with sword fighting with bread rolls and stuff like it's fun. Yeah, it's all a good bit of fun. But again, I just don't care about any of it. <laughs> I I just think it's it's more exciting than watching people run around the same island twenty times. Yeah, yeah, it's it's something different at least. Yeah. Um. What else? What what other numbers are there? Uh, one of my favourites is uh, I don't know what the song is called. I think it's Why Did It Have to Be Me, which what, is which, which one's that? that's the one that Bill sings with her. Uh, it's clearly a memorable number for you. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. I mean, I didn't <laughs> no, watch this like four weeks ago or whatever. It's it, the choreography is um, like they're like shuffling on the boat. It's all it's all performed on the boat, and it's when right. like he's like, "Do you want to sleep with me?" And she's like, "No." Okay, but, yeah. I don't really remember it, but I'm, yeah, I'm sure that was great. Um, <laughs> What else? Is there? What was what was your fact? What do you remember being the one you enjoyed? I'm having a hard time remembering anything other than fucking Fernando and Dancing Queen at the moment. Um, I I I think the best the best one was um, just oh just the whole sequence really when they have the actual christening um, for for the baby for both babies two babies there's two babies two babies. Um, for Donna Baby and Meryl Baby, wait, no, that's the same person. Um, for, for, for you know what I mean, Mer- you know Meryl I mean? Baby, no, not Meryl's Meryl's baby. baby, yeah, and Amanda's baby, yeah, which are two different babies, yeah, because one through, of them's the same. But person. through the magic of cinema, oh, this is too confusing. <laughs> There's two babies, and they both get christened, but at different points in time, apparently. I believe they um, call that a cinematic parallel being drawn. I believe they do, yes. But anyway, <laughs> during during the time paradox of the of the christenings, <laughs> I I just enjoy that whole sequence because it's, it's first of all it was like oh Meryl Streep is in this okay great yeah. um at first I thought oh they just got on a green screen but then oh no she is actually there okay good stuff yeah um I quite enjoy that the water shot um, is very when it pans down and she's at, I don't know what the christening fucking bowl is the big water thing the um, water. yeah that they pan down and she's in that and it mm. did give me Zach Efron bet on it yes. vibes. I was yeah. like, oh, that's very much so. Could have been then, done better. <laughs> but then she is there. Yeah, um, but why not just have her there? The shot yeah. looks so bad. Also, very clearly a different church from the first movie as well. But all right. Um, yeah. Oh god, yeah, I didn't think about that. I, yeah. Um, what was it? Was going to say that that whole sequence is probably the best sequence of the movie. It's very emotional as well. Yeah. And you actually get ch- choked up watching all that sort of stuff, and you know, because like Amanda Seyfried actually sees her mum and. And all that sort of stuff. It, yeah, it was actually very emotional. Quite a, a good sequence. Um, shame about the rest of the movie, but yeah. 
No, it was fine. It was fine. I actually quite enjoyed it, but it was yeah. just. You, I don't know. It's it was it was both good and bad. I said this to you. I said in some ways it's better. In some ways yeah. it's much worse. Yeah, I, it's, it's very true. The kind of the way I take this is there's 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 two movies going on in this. <clears throat> one is good. One is not. Yeah. What the good one is the Lily James one, in my opinion, because there's yeah. a plot and stuff is happening. Yeah, and the other one, the the bad one is Amanda Seyfried waits for a storm, and then has a party. Amanda Seyfried tries to host a party, but there's a storm, <laughs> and, but then it's alright. And her is, her fiance, no, I get, I get, are they still engaged? I guess. I guess they're married. Are they married? Well, yeah, it doesn't really maybe say. Maybe they got it? married. No. Yeah. Well, let, maybe let's just see a ring on her finger at some point. Earlier. Maybe. You figure it'd be something they'd make a big song and dance of, <laughs> quite literally, yeah. actually. Um, yeah. Right, but let's well, let's say so. Her, her husband, basically, one of the the segued in plots so that they could do one of us in the musical is just yes. that they kind of skies offered a promotion, and for some reason he's not like this massive grand opening. My wife has spent months planning, yeah, years planning. To, to reopen this hotel in her in her late mother's honor, oh, I forgot to book yeah. it off work. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm in New York for some reason. And he also, what does he do? Does he say what he does? Because it's not website uh, building anymore, is it? No, just just a vague corporate job. Really, <laughs> it's it doesn't matter. Who I'm so good does. at my corporate job, Sophie, that yeah. they've offered me a temporary role. Look, I'm here in New York, I'm wearing a shirt, I'm looking out of a penthouse window. What more do you want from me? I work in corporate. I just opened up the you know the funny notes on IMDB. Yeah. Um and here's here's a fun little goof. Donna graduated from New College in nineteen seventy nine. However, women were first admitted to New College in October of seventy nine, so she couldn't have been graduating. Well, there we go. That's outrageous. Terrible. And one of the yeah. and one of the uh, teachers is a member of ABBA, so I guess we can all <laughs> We can confirm that he is a bigot and a, and a sexist. Yes, exactly. Um, there's, there's another app. There's two abbas in this, I think. Maybe there's maybe there's more abbas. than two abbas in this. I think there's there's always an abba in them somewhere. Yeah, they're, 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 they'll get him in there whenever they can. Bjorn or Björk or whatever all their names are. <laughs> They'll all show up somewhere. <laughs> Pretty sure last week you said they're all called Bjork or something. <laughs> they are. They're all called Bjorn or Bjork or something. <laughs> no, Swedish. no. All four of them are all called Bjork Abba. No, they're called. They're called. They're called the names of Abba. Yeah, and Abba's their they're like, surname. Uh, yeah, Abba's Abba's their. <laughs> no, Abba's not their surname. They're all <laughs> no, as in but as the acronym of the name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Andrew, Andy, Bjorn, and Bjork, or whatever. But Andy, Andrew, and... no, <laughs> Andrew, Bjorn, Bjork, Anne, or whatever. I think, I think, I think their surnames are actually just Abba, Bjork, Bjork, Abba, and they went oh. that's Abba, I reckon. What are Ab- Siri? Hey Siri, what are Abba's names? The members of Abba are Agnetta Fultzkog, Annie Fridlingstad. Bjorn Olveus and Benny Anderson. I fucking said one of them was called Bjorn. You did, yeah, you did. That was the only one you said. <laughs> the other one was apparently Andy, and then Andrew. No, it was one of them was called Annie as well. So oh, Annie. That right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Bjorn or Bjork were there. They were having a great time. Yeah. Um, what else happened in this movie? Um, 
Donna Donna get pregnant. Donna got pregnant and then immediately found her origin story overalls. So that was great. We got an origin for the overalls. Yeah, we did. Um, not a lot else really. What do you think of the two older ladies in this movie and the two younger ladies who play the younger older ladies in this movie? Because I know you found them too much comic relief last time. Donna's mates. Donna's mates, both old and new. Donna's mates were used more sparingly in this movie, I thought. So I I feel like it was better. They wasn't just fully... Hey! All the time. Um, there was a bit of it, but it wasn't, you know, straight up and down. Um, the weird because because fucking Julie Walters got with Stellan Skarsgård at the end of the last movie. They wrote in a weird storyline. How about she's always been in love with him yeah. since the day she met him? Because. They not not to, just I in guess. love with him, almost uncontrollably in love with him. <laughs> yeah, like to a creepy extent. Really. Yeah, um, he's got a boat. Is <laughs> that was that was pretty weird, um, but whatever. Um, she likes cake, and that was actually pretty funny. Yeah, um, but but yeah, I liked I that the um, the other one. The taller one. I should know their yeah. names. I don't even know the actress's name. Donna's taller friend. Donna's taller friend with the bob. Yes. Um, I like that she's just... Who's never changed her hair. No, never, yeah. None that... of them have ever changed their hair. No, not a single one of them. <laughs> no, well, no. Um, Pierce Brosnan has the only one that dares to have a longer trim at some point. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, the ta- Donna's taller friend. I like the, the kind of this movie in first. She's just been insanely horny for decades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just she just cannot stop. Yeah. Um but yeah, which is which is quite funny. A good line in this um please god let your wife be dead. Um <laughs> very very fun line. And then doesn't that guy say she is or whatever? Yeah, it's Fernando's brother or something and he rocks up and he's like alas my wife is as if you'd be like I'm romantically interested in the person <laughs> that just said thank god your wife's dead. Um, but yeah, he's like, oh yeah, she is. She died. And now I don't think I'm ever going to be happy again. And she's like, I'm going to have sex with you. Yeah. So give it six years. Where would we'll they go? They I, do. That's fun. Mama, Mama Mia, fucking one of us is here. We going again? <laughs> Mama Mia, Waterloo. <laughs> it's just set up war. <laughs> <laughs> it's just set up war. Um, yeah. I tell you what, if you had to. Uh, draft out a third one what what if you had to if you had to round off the mamma mia trilogy all right where it where where are you going with that what character are you flashback in what do you want to see pierce brosnan is dead okay (laughs) (laughs) they're just chopping down parental figures for sophie left right and center pierce brosnan is dead it's been six months since the first movie as well uh, sorry, since the second movie. <laughs> Fuck, you're going back in time to eradicate him. <laughs> no, no. It's been six months since the second movie. Yeah. Um, Pierce Brosman is dead. It's been ten years in real life, but the cast have only aged six months. Um, <laughs> the characters have only aged six months. The cast have significantly aged. Okay, the yeah. characters have only aged six months. Got ya. Um, everyone, well, I say everyone, everyone who's still alive is returning for Pierce Brosman's funeral. Um, whilst they're at the funeral, they sing some songs. 
I don't know what those songs are. Someone else can figure that out. Um, but they sing some songs. Presumably, what's Abba's songs or just any tunes now? <laughs> just anything. They've man. run out of it. Yeah, just do do one, <laughs> do one based on fucking I don't know Nirvana. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. No, I'm just picturing Colin Fulkinson. I tell you what, everyone, this certainly smells like Teen Spirit. <laughs> Um, so Piers Brosnan's dead they're all there for this funeral there's not enough chairs so that's a point of drama um, so they need to find some more chairs somehow um, and then they get the two remaining dads to come in a cup and they finally oh, get and they finally get the DNA test this is a Piers' funeral yeah both of which come back negative so now we know because he's dead and he didn't come in the car. <laughs> and it turns into a tragedy. Both of them realise they've wasted the last 10 years of their life parenting by, a girl by, who isn't by, theirs. By the powers of deduction, we know that Pierce Brosnan is, in fact, Amanda Seyfried's father. Right. And now, not only does she not have three dads, she doesn't even have one because he's dead. And then <laughs> the movie ends. Fucking, <laughs> it's so... That's needlessly hard. No. Oh, God. It's time for a wake-up call for everyone in this movie, I think. <laughs> it's time for everyone to get fucking real with themselves. Yeah. Here's my last note that I have. Just, I'm just looking through my notes here. This is all in caps, by the way. What the fuck? This whole movie I thought Merov refused to come back. What a fucking roller coaster. Anyway, that was Bummer Mia. What was your dumb question again? Uh, my, I don't want to do it now. We've even discussed things cooler than it. My <laughs> dumb question was... If you could recast any of the three iconic dads of this franchise, yeah. what actors are you choosing? Do you know what's? Do you know what makes this question worse? The fact that we pushed back this episode like about a whole week as well. <laughs> I had multiple. You I had t- so long, and you still fucked it. When I texted you when you said you were ready to record, and I said give me a mo, I took then a further five minutes trying to think of something before I went. This will have to do. But go on, you're so smug, but no answer yet. Alright, so who would I recast? Just, what, any of the dads? Yeah, well, let's go What? Let's go by three. So who who you, who you replacing Stellan Skarsgård with? Stellan Skarsgård, I would replace... You can't... With... No other Skarsgårds are on the table. <laughs> I would replace with Bear Grylls. Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> Is that like the same person, kind of? So he would have been. So it chronological, like it applies to to the to the yeah. to the timeline of the thing. So he would have been about, I don't know, ten. How old is Bear Grylls no, now? No one's a no one's ages mean shit. All right, Meryl oh, Streep. <laughs> oh, get that on the recording. Meryl, Meryl Streep. I, I love Meryl Streep. She's one of the world's greatest. She's probably the world's greatest actress. She wasn't fucking twenty years old in nineteen seventy nine. All right, that's true. That is true. Yeah. So let's. Come on. All right, fine. Fine. Bear, so Bear Grylls is playing Bill. Yeah, Bear Who, Grylls is playing Bill. Who's replacing Colin Firth? Um, I have a Hugh clear Grant. choice. I think, yeah, I was going to say Hugh yeah. Grant, yeah. It's, the such other a, one. it's a Hugh Grant role, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The, the other British guy. Hugh <laughs> yeah, Grant. Yeah. The other one we've got. <laughs> we roll him out for rom-coms every 10 years or so. And then for P.S. Brosnan, let's say Daniel Craig, because why not? I mean, yeah, I guess it works, doesn't it? Yeah. So there you go. What a fun question and answer. Ooh, thanks, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. Sorry to round out the episode on an incredible low. 
yeah, let's let's hope that uh, he has a better question for next week. When, of course, we will be discussing this. It's source code. We're doing source code. Join us next week for source code. It's on Amazon Prime. If you want to watch it beforehand. All right, bye. So there's that. That's going to be a a great time for all involved. I'm sure. Um, now, what you can do whilst you're in Waterloo is leave us a review. Uh, put it on iTunes, put it on Spotify, let us know what you thought of the podcast, but only if it's five stars or more. We don't care about anything less. Follow us on social media at Another Happy Pod. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok. We don't do anything on those last two, but we're there. Um, we should start posting on the Instagram again, though. That is purely Lawrence's fault because he got lazy and for, and just keeps forgetting to upload. It's an uh, easy one to forget. No, it's not. It's very easy. Um, so, so there's that. Um, what else do I need to say? Anything else? Can we make recordings? Any recordings? A sound? On t- I don't know how TikTok works. Can you make? Can you make your own sounds, or do you? You get- can make your own sounds. Yeah. So maybe we need like a a sound. We need a sound to go viral. Yeah. Yeah. So and then like everyone people, can do the renegade. So everyone. <laughs> no, no. Everyone can like write their own little scenarios over our sound. I see. So it's like me <laughs> me <laughs> I don't even know where this is going. <laughs> so it's just, just a a TikTok team just saying me when I'm about to bus <laughs> <laughs> And then it's just us saying saying something dumb like oh, I don't know. I'm gonna bus <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Put that on TikTok. <laughs> we'll be viral in no time. We should actually make this a TikTok. Just have it as the only thing. The most niche cut joke from this podcast is the only TikTok we'll ever upload. <laughs> Great, good stuff. Me when I'm gonna buzz. I'm about to buzz. <laughs> Lovely. Um, so yeah, do all that. Follow us everywhere. <laughs> Another happy pod. Um, and to play us out, of course, it is Abba with that cult classic, Waterloo. Good night, drive safe. Say goodbye to your mum. My, my. At Waterloo, Napoleon did surrender. Oh, yeah. And I have met my destiny in quite a similar way. The history book on the shelf is always repeating itself. itself. Waterloo, I was defeated, you won the war. Waterloo, promised to love you forevermore. Badoo, 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 Waterloo. Couldn't escape if I wanted to. Waterloo, knowing my fate is to be with you. Whoa, 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 Waterloo. Finally facing my Waterloo. My, my, I tried to hold you back, but you were stronger. Oh, yeah. And now it seems my only chance is giving up the fight. How could I ever refuse? 
I feel like I win when I lose. Waterloo, I was defeated, you won the war. Fuck me. Waterloo, promise to love you forevermore. Waterloo, couldn't escape if I wanted to. Waterloo, knowing my fate is to be with you. Whoa, 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 Waterloo. Finally facing my massive poo. So how could I ever refuse? I feel like I win when I lose. Waterloo, couldn't escape if I wanted to. Waterloo, knowing my fate is to be with you. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, 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 Waterloo. Finally facing my Waterloo. Waterloo, knowing my fate is to be with you. Whoa, 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 Waterloo. Finally facing my Waterloo. Doopa doopa doo doopa doopa doo. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.